Hey, Ash, that's not a call, is it? No, it's our tone drop. <laughs> um, so this is our short version of our podcast? Yeah. 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 Kind of like an informational piece more than anything else. Just a short, quick tip. And this week, Ash, we had some problem with some, uh, some of our equipment. <laughs> yeah, we had an issue with our uh, rescue truck. And how it came about, uh, we had Dennis. He uh, was working on something. Um, trying to figure out a pump and roll sort of a, a spray <clears throat> spray bar uh, for our new water tender. Uh, but what he wanted to do was use the pump off of the rescue truck just because it doesn't always get used. So he figured, hey, I'll use this this pump, blah, blah, blah. Goes to hop in, cranks over, cranks over, cranks over. It's a no start. Oh, good so, he did it. And not in a call situation. Not in a call. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he just happened to be there and the rescue truck wouldn't start, uh, which we just had out the previous day. Hmm. So he reaches out that night, which is a, l- a little later in the evening, uh, to um, Adam, which is our our truck officer. He looks after everything to do with fixing the trucks and such, uh, who then reached out to me first thing this morning. Uh, so let's say from 10 o'clock at night till 7 in the morning, the ball started to get rolling. Nothing you can do that late per se, but uh, by the first thing in the morning, we had a plan in place. We had a group of us down there, had a lift of the truck, uh, figured out what it was, reached out to uh, uh, one of our older our older members who is an ex-captain, runs a um, like a heavy equipment repair facility. Uh, he pops up, has a look at it, brings up a scanner and one of his younger guys there. They have a look, figure out what the problem is, and within a few hours, the truck was back in service. So it's it's not really more of a learning thing. It's more of a, a like a pride of a of a volunteer firefighter service. You know, if this was a a full time department, somewhere that was busy, if that happened, if they went out to fire a, they wouldn't be touching that truck probably until the next call came in. They'd hop in, try to start it, wouldn't start. Yeah, they have to figure something else out. They take some, you know, they go and hop in something else, obviously. But um, that truck would have sat there Saturday night, Sunday night. Monday, they make a phone phone call. Does it get in, in for service on Monday? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not until Tuesday. So the the downtime that you're getting um, on something like that versus just getting it sorted out, getting something figured out. I mean, we had on Thursday our the battery for our uh, bush truck mm-hmm. was was dead. So they asked me, "Hey, like I happen to work in the." auto industry can you go supply us with a battery at whatever it was no i'm just gonna go get this fixed so i ran i grabbed the product came back we threw it in truck was back in service i mean it was still running but it was super slow it was a slugger start we had yeah. there was a couple times where we've tried to start it and it was and we were close, on the truck yeah. and we had to bail out and go to another yeah. truck. yeah so we had the battery charger going it yeah. was working but you know, where, hey, this is the time to fix it. So it, it got fixed. So, you know, utilizing the, the manpower that you have. So if we, we start off with, with Dennis, who's like our, our uh, brain, our brainchild of the, um, uh, the first out by Monkoff Manufacturing. Um, so they have that. Um, he's playing around with something with an idea for our new uh, water tender. Yeah. So that's why he was there. So this is something that like I can't imagine that you would see in a full time department, and maybe I'm wrong. Like, do they have these other guys with all these other skill sets that are going to be coming down to do something? Are they, are they yeah. making cool shit? And then if something hits the fan, do they have the ability 
to solve that problem. I, I think in the major places, because I, I remember seeing the, the garage of New York fire. They've got it's some like backup. this massive like warehouse mm-hmm. of like just trucks. Mm-hmm. And, they have, and they have people that always say that's all they do is work on trucks. Yeah. But that's a massive mm-hmm. organization. So I mean, some of these smaller departments, yeah, you're probably right. It probably has to go to the, the fleet company or the fleet management unit yeah. of the city or whatever they're in and gets repaired when it gets repaired. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't imagine guys working on a truck because, you know, again, not saying bad things about a union, but it falls back to union stuff too. Like you're mm-hmm. already taking a job from a union guy. Yeah. You know, is that someone else's job? You know, people get touchy about that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, volunteer service. Yeah, that's why we, you know, people, everybody has different skills. And, you know, there's been times on fires when trucks have crapped out and guys Absolutely. fix them right there, mm-hmm. right on right on, a, right on a scene. So, because yeah. we don't have the luxury of bringing, you know, we don't have the luxury of a giant garage full of more trucks. That's right. Or we know somebody. So we're, yeah. we're making that call at 1030 at night yeah. to have them come right out to the scene. Yeah. I mean, we had that big wildfire. And we got in touch with the fuel, fuel with the fuel guy, right? Like yeah. we know who he is. Hey, like we're we're screwed if we don't have fuel. Off, so yeah. boom, he's out there chasing us around because you know, we kept we kept redeploying. Yeah. So those yeah. are really cool things, and I'm sure, like in a larger department, they're they're going to have the people that can make those those calls as well. But it's yeah. just again that smaller community mindset, right? Like we always talk about, you know, having the buy into the department, having having um, you know, just that tight tight-knit community I, I think that's a really big factor here that we have all of these people that bring something to the department uh and in this instance it was uh, a group of people getting a truck that was down and within a few hours it was back back up the service where normally we wouldn't be seeing that yeah i think the union point was a really good mm-hmm. one there too with that right like it regardless of whether you can you're not allowed to you're not allowed it yeah. is it yeah. is what it is yeah. mm-hmm. you don't get to do that and we always talk about the fact that everyone comes with a different set of skills when you're coming as a, as a volunteer into a department. You have a full-time job, maybe two. Yeah. You have different skill sets because of those things. If you're a full-time firefighter, it's probably because you've gone through the academy and you've gotten your certifications mm-hmm. and you've done it at a young age and you've just you've gone straight to, yeah. to fire school and straight out into a department. Yeah. And sometimes it's not a skill you or a thing you know you have that we require until... The time comes, right. like you know, thinking of like a guy like Kelsey. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been on the podcast before. Well, he uh, repairs um, upholstery and stuff. Upholstery and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we have a ripped seat of the truck. Rather than having to send the truck away and do all the stuff, we just call him. Comes and fixes it. Yeah. Um, yesterday we had a car fire out in the middle of a, of a vineyard up in a in a bush road. Well, I'm uh, officer duty officer this week. I. I kind of the wrong well not the wrong road the a road that ended up being blocked alternate route an alternate route that was not the right route <laughs> and uh, I hear over the the engine I, I hear the the acting captain um, was Jason mm. and Jason just happens to work for that company and he's like no I know where the road is that goes through there so these these skills or these uh, these things we know about our area are so important and that's I think that's why it's important like you know the volunteer fire services you have to have these you have yeah. to hire guys with different skills and different. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about that with uh, James Gearing, how how we have uh, such a diverse skill set, right? And that's and that's what makes fire a volunteer service work so well. You don't mm-hmm. have a guy that's all he's ever known as comes out of high school, goes to fire school, and he only knows firefighting. We have people with lots of life skills that do know yeah. lots of different things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Good. you need that mix. Yeah, there's a funny story. I know a uh, uh, firefighter out of uh, 
Vancouver. He works down there, not for like down downtown, but I don't know, somewhere down there. And he uh, he tells a story about when he was get getting hired. There was a group of them, and they're sitting around chatting, and going through the whole process, and he was getting down to the last couple guys, and he's interviewing with the chief, and the chief goes off on a tangent, I guess, about his boat, and he's like, "Oh, I can fix that for you." He's like, well, what do you mean? It's like, oh, I, I, you know, prior to going to um, the J.I., I was a uh, um, uh, marine mechanic. He's like, oh, okay. There's a lot of guys here that have, have boats. <laughs> <laughs> He's been there for... Uh... <laughs> yeah, so that's even on the full, you know, the full, full-time side. Is not all of them are arborists and cut lawns in their spare spare time they all like some of them come yeah. with they're a and, and they're you know, yeah they're yeah. out there pulling wire they're just guys work you know work on boats there's a lot of other skill sets that you, you can bring and i mean did, did that get them the job probably not but did it hurt absolutely not so you know keep keep the chief's boat running you're probably gonna stay in stay in favor <laughs> stay afloat yeah uh, <laughs> <lame>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I don't even know what the purpose of this was, but there was no moral to the story. It was a pretty cool story, and you bring more than what you think you bring. Oh, that's good moral. There you go. Well, I like there this. it is. Find one. There it is. You Shut it down. One. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, full time or full time. If you want to listen to our our full episode, mm-hmm. every uh, drops every Monday. These tone drops drop whenever we want to. Yeah, they're just kind of... <laughs> just like a fire call. Whenever it happens, it happens. <laughs> there you go. Oh, when the tones drop. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> really, when Carl remembers initially. <laughs> and then after that, it was when Carl had time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, these these are definitely going to be uh, new, cool little segments we're going to be doing. I think... Uh, I, I really do think the video talkovers are going to be a good thing for us to hit. Yeah, I think we just need to find the ones that are on Facebook that we can go through mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, and start talking about them because yeah. they get good traction, people mm-hmm. like them, and they're really interesting. I think. Yeah, I mean, get get some current event stuff. We can hash out some older stuff. Um, in no point, like with the with the last one that we did there, like, we're not trying to you know critique and talk anybody down. No, it's just options and and a, a different set of eyes and our opinion mm-hmm. or whatever that's worth, which is. Something, not, <laughs> not much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, yeah. Good night. That's it. Cheers. <laughs>